Fans of the Dynasty Invest podcast, if you feel like there was one particular episode in the back catalogue in the anthology of Dynasty Invest podcast episodes that really, really, really was massively valuable to you, feel free to share that with a fellow dental colleague who's in a similar position so their understanding of finance can be elevated and they can hit the next level of financial success in their life. Also, as well as that, if you could take two seconds to rate and review this podcast, it would mean the world to me. What that would mean is that it drives this podcast further in terms of reach so that more dentists across the world can be able to benefit from the knowledge contained therein. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Dentists Who Invest podcast. What is up, everybody? Welcome to this live and in the flesh and exciting event that Mahmoud and I have put together about starting your own side business and how we both genuinely believe that anybody in the whole world, but especially dentists, have enough up here in terms of knowledge, intellect, skills, science, all of those things to start a side business. And you know why we know that? Because it happened to both of us as well. And I know for me, once upon a time, I was sat on the other side of that. And I thought, no way in heck, but something we're going to get into later on tonight is how I met Mahmoud, how I ventured down this path myself. And actually, that was one of the things about Mahmoud that most that made me sign up, because when Mahmoud spoke about his courses and his programs and Mahmoud said, I am convinced that I can help anybody in the audience tonight start a side business. That's what I bought into. And now I'm on the other side. And I want to share this message with everybody else. And that is the point of this Zoom webinar tonight. And I've been looking forward to it. We've both been looking forward to it for quite a while. Absolutely. So, yeah, Mamu, so you've my group of Welcome. few times, yeah. haven't you? Welcome, so everyone. First of all, James, let's get everyone to get their webcams on. I want to see everyone. Yeah, we've 100%. got a... So can we get everyone to get your webcams on? Guys, yeah, let's get webcams on. Let's, let's see you. It'll be great to see you. So, yeah, so as James said... Um, We've been on this crazy journey over the last uh, over the last few years, and we wanted to be able to share with you how you can start this journey yourself. We put something amazing together, you know, a group that we're going to start today, which we want to invite you to, which is going to be phenomenal, which is going to hopefully help you change your lives as well. So, first thing is, can we get your webcams on so we can see all of you? It is so much better when when we see you. So, we are waiting for your webcams, and then we'll kick off in a few minutes. So, Adrian, good to see you. Deepak, great to see you. Adrian, good to see you. So. Um, Totally. Yeah, let's get those webcams on. It'll be good to see everybody's faces. And yeah. Wonderful. And also, while everyone's rolling in, can you type in the chat box, you know, what is what what's the reason that you're here? What would you like to get by the end of this? If you type in the chat box, what is it that you'd like to get out of this by the end of the session? It'll be great to know. So again, webcams on everyone so we could see you. That'll be fantastic. So please have your webcams on. Let's see you make such a difference when we can see you. Want to start a business? Confidence, fantastic, fantastic, right? Okay, yep, many. I want to start a business, want to start a business. Confidence, fantastic, right? So what else? What are the other reasons why some of you are here? So chat box, chat box, chat box. Let's get some more answers in there. What is the reason? What is it that you want to get out of this session by the end of it? I think we're going to so, see a lot of, I want to know how to start our own my own business, yeah. which is good because that is the point of this webinar, but it will be curious to see what everybody else says. I'm financially free. free. Love That's it. Love it. Yep. That is cool. That is good. So, yeah. So um, we've been on this journey now for some time and we, someone's upside down. Jazz. Great. Great to see you. Okay. Um, and so um, we wanted to be able to share with you what we actually did to be able to get there. We want to share our stories with you, give you some tips and actually get, 
each and every one of you started. Um, one of one of the dreams James and myself have had for some time is we wanted to uh, launch an actual community uh, where we can actually help medical people become entrepreneurs and like new entrepreneurs who are in the medical field who want to start new businesses. Some of them want to do better in what they do. Some want to get out of what they do. So uh, that's what we want. That's what we're putting together today. And it's a gift for each and every one of you. And you know, we're really, really, really excited about what's going to happen today. So how to raise finance, expand the business. I love it. Tips on building a successful facial aesthetics business when just starting out. Hey, great stuff. Come finish you free. Start a business. What else? Let's get some more and then we will. And then we will kick in. So brilliant. So what is the main reason why you're here? What would you like to get out of this? 100% because then we can tailor it towards what everybody wants. But we are going to make the focus or the onus of this on creating your own side business, being an entrepreneur online, because it's something that when I talk about, it comes from the heart. I love it so much. I actually feel like the finance side is, you know, I, I enjoy it at least as much as the finance side, which was the original point of Dentists Who Invest, maybe even slightly more if I'm speaking from the heart. And that's why I want everybody to feel this good and learn about this stuff. And Mamu feels exactly the same. We've got some more answers in the chat there. First, thank you. Great, great, great to have you here, Fuzz. Right. Um, inspiration, starting a business in the non-dental field and becoming financially free. Great. OK, like, so we've got enough answers and um, everyone's rolling in. So uh, what about if we kick in? Let's start. So once again, just to let you know why why we're here. So um, I, I am a dentist. Or I was a dentist. James, a dentist. James was a dentist. And, you know, since a young age, entrepreneurship has been massively, massively, massively important to us. I didn't know that early on. I didn't realize what entrepreneurship really was. And then I went down a road where. Um, where I, I left dentistry, and I'll talk to you, uh, I'll talk to you more about that later. Um, James has been on a journey as well, where James obviously got out of dentistry, and, and he's got a flourishing community around him as well. And you know, financially, uh, we're probably having the best years of our life at the moment. And we wanted to be able to. There's so many people around us who actually want to know how we did what we did and how you can do it. And that's what this journey is all about. It's about we wanted to create a group, an ecosystem, a community for people in the medical field who actually either want to do better in the medical field or want to leave. And so that's what we want to give you today, access, bring you into this group. It's our gift to you. It's free. There's no charge or anything like that for that. And it's a place where we can communicate with you heavily and help you get to where you want. So James, why don't you kick in? Let's get everyone's webcams on, right? So if everyone can get their webcams on, that'd be brilliant. That would be awesome. I just was answering, Mo's just raised a great question. Do we always need to set up a limited company? And that was something that held me back at the start, but we'll come to that at some point Mo for you. One of the great questions for later, yeah. Lots of people's minds. So my journey started, well, it started way back when, in about 2018, when I bought some cryptocurrency and things didn't exactly go to plan. I managed to lose about 60% of my first investment in the first six months. So my ineptness, my ineptitude was staring me in the face and I thought to myself, what am I doing wrong? What can I do so that I can mimic or I can replicate what the guys out there who guys and girls who are out there who are so clearly able to do this. What am I doing that they're not doing or what are they doing that I'm not doing to flip it on its head? And so because of that, I picked up lots of books, began reading books on cryptocurrency, began to read more and more and more. The more you read, the less you know in a weird way, just like basically any subject there is out there just like basically any body of knowledge. And so as time went on, I began to learn about crypto more in depth so that I could eventually become profitable. And the more you learn about crypto is the more you realize that you actually need to 
go back one step. You actually need to come at finance for a more from a more fundamental level and learn how money works in itself because crypto is an evolution of money. And that is where my knowledge on finance came from. That's where all these books on my bookshelf, that was what inspired them. That was what caused me to read them, to go out of my way to do that. It's all because of that one event about four years ago where, like I say, I bought some cryptocurrency and it didn't exactly go to plan. And that is why there is Dentsu Invest. And we're all sat here having this conversation on this platform. So after that, fast forward about a year from when I started reading and learning about cryptocurrency. And what happened to me was I was playing football and I had this really horrible football injury. And it was really unbelievably painful. It James, your sound's walk. cutting out, I think. Oops, am I back? Am I back? Yeah. James, I think uh, you, you are back. You are back. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Should be, should be good. Now I'm just going to modify my internet. Yeah, we should be cooking. Okay. Sorry about that. So anyway, just like what I was saying earlier, I had this horrible football injury. I tore my ACL. And if anybody in the audience has ever torn your ACL, then you'll know that it is zero fun whatsoever. And it meant that I couldn't walk properly for quite a long time after that. Fast forward a year after that, coronavirus happened. I was waiting for surgery on my knee. I learned the day after that I had to have surgery in order for it to be corrected. Am I still cutting in and out? Mahmoud, would you like to take over? Just for two seconds. We're losing you at the moment. Two Um, seconds. I'm just going to switch. Is it just me? Can every. Are we losing James? Show of hands. We're losing James. Yeah, yeah, because James, we're losing you. Yeah. <laughs> Give me three secs. I'm um, going to switch my internet. You can change your internet feed. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Right. We should be cooking now. Am I back? You are back. You Am are I back? back? Okay. Back for good this time. Okay, cool. So anyway, like I say, anybody who's touring their SEL, they'll know it's absolutely zero fun whatsoever. So I was waiting for my hospital appointment because I wanted to have surgery on it so that I could walk again, basically. Now... That was all well and good. I was on the waiting list. I was waiting for that to happen. And coronavirus hit the world completely out of the blue. And that was another spanner in the works of me waiting for this hospital operation. Now, as it happens, coronavirus came, coronavirus went, went back to the world of dentistry. And I received word around about that time that the hospital were able to see me for this operation. So I went for this operation. I foolishly agreed to go back to work two weeks after this operation had taken place because I believed in my foolhardiness that my knee would be fully healed because on the instructions pre-operation the minimum time that it said that you could be up and walking again was two weeks and I thought I was a young foolhardy cocksure man at that point and I thought that's going to be me I'm going to take the minimum time to heal why two weeks maybe one week probably one week for me that was my mentality but everybody is everybody thinks they're invincible when they're when they you know they're they're not long on the tooth just quite yet and uh, yeah that was how I felt so I went back to work and that was a big mistake because I realized that actually I wasn't able to work I was sacrificing my health my long-term health for dentistry, for money effectively. And that's never a good thing. So to cut a long story short, I pretty abruptly left my job. I found myself with three months with three. I had to take three months out of work. That was the recommended amount of time to recover. I found myself three months with absolutely nothing to do. And so I started a group, which you may have not heard about, or you, well, you probably will have heard about, of course, and that's called a little known group called Dents Who Invest. And around about that time, I met Mahmoud, and he was the person who encouraged me to grow it. 
he was the person that said to me, actually, James, you know, really, there's an opportunity to help a lot of people by thinking about this. And then that was what happened. That's the whole reason why we're all sat here this evening is because of that platform, because I had that three month hiatus out of dentistry. And because all of those weird and wonderful things coalesced at that exact time, that exact moment, that meant that actually I had this wonderful opportunity and I was so glad that I was able to make the most of it and start Dentsu Invest and use my financial knowledge, use it as a platform to display what I learned about finance and help other people along the way. And then as as that progressed, as time went on, I launched the crypto course, I launched my other course, Total Finance, and I realized there was this whole other dimension to the fun that I could have on Dentsu Invest and that was entrepreneurship. And that is something that when I talk about it, it gets me so excited. I speak from the heart. I I think it's so fun. I genuinely think that everybody should have a side business, should have something that complements their own job and what they do, because it's life on another level. There's so much more potential. And the rate at which you can accelerate and fulfill your dreams and achieve your objectives is so much faster when you have something like that. Even if it doesn't replace your work, even if it just complements your work, it is so worthwhile. And that's why I wanted to put on this Q&A tonight and speak to everybody. And I know for a fact, everybody in this audience has something in their head that they can use to teach others and then offer value. And the second that you've created value, the second that you've created value and you're able to give it to someone else, a business, another way of phrasing a business is value delivery. If you deliver value to someone else, you can monetize. That is easy. And it's just getting everybody to see that. And that's why we made this webinar. That's my story. Awesome. Thanks. And yeah, what a phenomenal journey it's been, right? And so let me tell you a little bit about me. Again, for those of you who haven't got your webcams on, could we please ask you to turn? It would be so, so, so good to see you, right? Mm-hmm. So a little bit about me. Some of you know me, some of you don't know me. So um, let me let you know a bit about me. So um, I was a dentist for 14 years. I graduated in 2003 uh, from Manchester. I went into dentistry because I had a choice about dentistry or medicine. And, you know, in Asian families, you're either a dentist, a doctor, or a failure, right? So I went for the, <laughs> and, so I went for the dental route. My parents didn't really want me to do dentistry. They wanted me to go into business. But at that point, I wanted to do dentistry a lot. So I went into a profession because I wanted to. And um, I I didn't enjoy the degree much, but I loved it as I came out. So, you know, I was doing everything I wanted to do. I was in some really good clinics. I was teaching. I was placing implants. I was doing, you know, uh, full mouth work. I, I was really enjoying what I did. And all of a sudden, seven years later, things changed. And what started happening is I realized there was something more to me than what I was doing. And I used to go into work and I started enjoying it less and less. And some of you may ha- have that feeling where kind of, you know, things are kind of getting worse and worse. You think, hold on, is this what I've got? And people used to tell me, you know, I'm the years between 40 and 60 are going to be the most important financial years of your life. That's when you're going to put the most amount of work in and make the most. And I'm thinking like, I don't want that. I used to be the, I used to be the last one in, first one out. These were my clinics. I was a principal, right? And I, and every, as time went on, I just disliked it more and more and more. What I really loved about it is I loved speaking to people. I was a very people person. From when I was younger, I used to be the person people come to for advice. And I always thought this would be great to be able to do. But I never actually thought there's a way to actually monetize that. So as time went on, things started getting worse and worse and worse. And I just put it aside. And I said, you know, and everyone said, you know, Mahmoud, you know, you've got a good job. And, you know, you're earning well. And no one really enjoys their job. And, you know, I listened to those voices. And, you know, we listened to those voices around us. And in the end, those voices become part of us. And... Life went on like that. And I started disliking dentistry more and more and more. And it got to a point where I used to be outside my clinic at the time crying. I used to call my wife and I said, I don't want to go in. And, um, but I had no choice because I was, I was just a dentist and that's all I knew how to do. And, you know, sometimes in our lives what happens is something really crazy happens and that's when we change. 
And I always say that, right? You can either change in the worst times of your life, you can change in the best times of your life. Why don't we change in the best times of our life? And so for me, what happened is in, uh, is in 2016, my father passed away. And when my father passed away, my father was the rock of my life. He was, uh, um, he was amazing guy, like all dads are, right? And when he passed away, he hit me hard. And when my dad died, what I realized is my dad had a, he lived a life on his terms. He did everything he wanted to do. He was happy. And I was so upset. I was, in my life, I just hated what I was doing. And I made a decision on that day. My decision was that I was going to go out and do the things I wanted to do. What was holding me back the most was I had a stutter. So since I was younger, I wasn't able to speak. Doctors said that I wouldn't be able to speak because even right now, if you Google it, if you've had a stutter for more than two years, you know, you can't get rid of it. And the doctor said it was impossible and everyone else said it was impossible. I believed it was impossible and that that was it. But on that day when my dad died, I I took an oath. I said, you know, I'm going to change. I'm going to have a great life. I don't know when I'm going to die, but I want to be able to die happy. Yeah, knowing that I made a difference. And at that point, I don't think I was making a difference in anyone's lives. Patients used to come in, you do good treatment on them, but they weren't, they weren't really happy. And, you know, uh, I, I didn't enjoy that ecosystem. So um, at, at that point, I, um, I heard this great story about King Arthur. And, and, and I'll share this story with you. And King Arthur sitting on a round table with all of his knights back in the day in a castle in England. And he goes to his knights that I want you to go and find the Holy Grail. And his knights didn't know what the Holy Grail was. So they said, King Arthur, what do you mean? And King Arthur raised his voice. And he said, look, I'm telling you, go and find your Holy Grail. And they asked King Arthur, what do you mean? What is the Holy Grail? And King Arthur said, look, each and every one of you have your Holy Grail. And for some of you, maybe your marriage, some of you, maybe your business, some of you, maybe money, some of you, maybe the relationship with your kids, some of you, maybe your happiness, your mental well-being. Everyone has that Holy Grail. And they go to King Arthur, well, how do we go and find our Holy Grail? And King Arthur says, you know, go into the forest and start looking, but start looking in the darkest part of the forest. When I heard that story, it hit me hard because what I realized is that if I want to go on this journey to find what I'm really about, I've got to go into the darkest places of my life, places I've closed off, places sometimes you close off that you don't want to touch, conversations you never want to have, things you said I'm not going to talk about again. Those are the places we need to go to. And for me, my dark place was my voice, my stutter. I didn't like the way I sounded. I didn't like the way I looked. But most importantly, I couldn't speak. So what I did is I went on a journey to actually start speaking. And I put together a group of people who... Um, who I started speaking to week on week on week. And my life changed from there because I used to record these and I used to put them on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube and people started watching them and and they started calling me to their stages to speak. And so slowly my life started changing. And then what happened is I started being invited by the companies to speak for them. And this while I was a dentist, right? So I used to do, I used to be the shotgun speaker. So I used to go in and I used to sell for these companies. And like you may have been in these rooms where you're going to have a property seminar, for example, and at the end they go, go to the back and buy, right? So I used to be the speaker over there. And so I started learning how to sell. I got great mentors in that field. I started learning how to speak really well. I started traveling the world with people like uh, Tony Robbins and I've done a, um, a shared the stage like Gary Vee and people like that. And all of a sudden my life started changing. And what I started doing is then I started teaching other people how to be powerful speakers. I started teaching and, and I started coaching. And as I started on that journey, I started to make money. I started to make income. And I always say that, you know, when you, I never want any of you to leave your job until you've started making enough money in your side hustle to know that time now becomes a limiting factor. So for me, I knew that I was earning, but I wasn't earning enough. But, I, but the only way that I could have earned enough now was to leave my profession because I needed time. And, you know, like, it's like you're standing on that cliff, right? And it's, I had to take that jump and you're worried because you need to jump, but you're scared that what if you jump and your parachute doesn't open because it doesn't open when you're standing still, right? So I had to jump, but I was scared that what if I left this profession, I didn't make it, you know, um, what would I do? How to feed my kids, right? Is that 
it was crazy. But I took that jump. And, you know, slowly in the world, everything works out. What happened is I was in a, I left my practice. And what I sold it for is it gave me one year's worth of income to be able to look after my family. And I ended up in LA and I was speaking in LA and I met a coach in that room and that coach was charging a million euros to coach people. And that blew my mind. Reason is because in dentistry, right, uh, you know, which is my background, many of your backgrounds that we get paid for what we do. It's a, you know, you get paid for an action that you do. And there's only so many actions because of time you can do in the day. And there's only, there's a pricing of what you can charge. So when I saw that someone was charging a million euros, I didn't understand how it was possible. And I understood that what needed changing was my mind up there, that the, that the limitation I had was me when it came to money. So long story short, this person started coaching me. I didn't pay him a million, but I paid him everything my, uh, my father left me in his will. And so I paid him that and he coached me in a group of people. I met him four times in the year and he changed my life around that. He helped me. So when I signed up with him, what I said to, what I said to him is that, you know, do you promise you'll get me to where I, want, uh, where, where I want to be? And he said, where do you want to be? And I said, look, his name was Eric. And I said, Eric, I want to make 200 grand in my first year outside of dentistry. And in my best year of dentistry, I made about 108, 109. Okay. So I, and so I said, I want to make 200. And he, and he said, yeah, I'll help you. And, and I'll make sure you get it if you put in the work. And what he realized is my biggest limitation was my money mindset, that I was very attached to money. That it was, and so he, he helped me overcome that, helped me build a business. And in year one, we hit 300,000, right? So we beat the, uh, yeah, we beat what we did. Uh, what I wanted to do. And that changed my life completely. And now I realized that I could do it and I could do everything that I wanted to do. I could make more money than dentistry because now like, this is about me, that I've got something inside of me and each and every one of you have gold dust inside your head. Something where if you take this out, that it's a skill which, is, which you can sell. I always say, right, that from your biggest pain becomes your greatest gift. And each and every one of you have been through problems. I went through problems, but I used my problem to be able to help other people. I started teaching people how to speak, how to sell, something which I could never do before. And that started changing my life. And then what happened is um, everything was going great. And my lead gen used to be, I used to travel around the world. So I used to be in, on a plane every two weeks. I used to go to other countries. I used to do talks there, which I was invited to. And from the back end of there, people used to come into my programs in the UK. I, I used to charge 10 grand a seat for two days. I used to have uh, 10 people in a room. So it was 100 grand on a weekend. And I used to run these events about once every three, four months. Okay, so that's how everything started. And so, you know, what can go wrong, right? Everything's going great. Things are going great. You know, everyone's getting to know me. People are coming. You know, I, I, I started honestly believing that I was worth a hell of a lot more than people are paying. So it became easy to sell. And, you know, when you think that things can't, things can't go wrong because you're invincible, then something like COVID comes and slaps you in the face. You know, in March, COVID came March 2020 and the whole business closed down overnight. We went from 600,000 down to zero in one night because everything for me relied on flying. And I remember a chat with my accountant. My accountant said to me, Mahmoud, look, COVID can't last more than three months. It's impossible, right? So you've got enough to look after your family, sit at home for three months and you'll be okay. And for those of you who know me, you know that I'm not the sit at home kind of guy, right? So uh, I said, no. And you know, for me, one of the most important parts of this journey for each and every one of you to be able to build your business, to get your side hustle is up here, right? Your mindset, this is where the gold is. I asked myself a question that day and I said, what if God had sent COVID for me? What if it was a gift for me? What could I get out of it, right? What if the whole the, the COVID came just for me? What if it was a gift for me? What was the gift I can take out of this? The gift I took out of it was to realize that, you know, my whole academy, which I'd built up, well, there wasn't really an academy, it was just people coming on my course, but I, I didn't have an academy and I had nothing online. And I said, what if I could build up an online platform, which I've always wanted to do, and maybe this is what, why God sent COVID for me to be able to do that. 
So that's what I did. And I, I, I launched a three-month uh, business course. What I did is I called 70 of my friends, okay, and not too close family, but like cousins and people like that. And I said, look, you've never been able to come on my courses because I've been too much, but, I'm, but I've got a three-month business course I'm starting. And it's the best time you can learn this. You know, while everyone's at home, let's start building a business and I can teach you what I've done to go from zero to 600. So let's do that. And so I was charging £1,000 for the course. And out of 70 people, 40 people said, I'm in. So I was like, okay, fine, right? So let's start it. And so I spent a week building the course and we went live. And then that was the start of the academy, which is now my Reignite Academy. And then, you know, um, we grew like crazy over lockdown. And, you know, year one, you know, in the first 14 months, we hit one and a half million, right? Um, from here. And for me, everything changed. And I started realizing what my gift is. I started realizing what I'm greater. And I started helping a lot of other people around the world, dentists, doctors, everyone else, to be able to, either come out of their profession and to be able to start a profitable business. And for me, I want each and every one to minimum hit six figures. I feel it's a very important number so that you could actually then, you know, it's like I want to make sure that each and every one of you, if you, whatever goes wrong, you can create a financial fortress around your family. It's important. Yeah. That whatever happens to you, right. You can make it on your own. You don't need anyone. You're self-reliant. And they're the businesses that I wanted to build. I met James, you know, James came on this amazing journey and, you know, financially it's changed James's life, right? And so now James is part of uh, part of the academy as well. So obviously, so James is one of the coaches. Um, Fuzz is over here, has been one of the coaches. And, and what we wanted to create is we want to create an ecosystem where we can help people just like yourself to be able to realize your gift, realize your potential. There's only one life, right? No one's coming back. And so um, me and James had this idea, well, James and me, had, so James came up with the idea, to be honest, uh, a few months ago that we were sitting and said, you know, what if we could... What if we could tap in to the medical field to be able to show uh, medics, dentists, people in the medical field, right? How to be able, because we've done this, right? We've done this, but it's been tough. It's been hard. We've lost a lot. We've made a lot and we're having a hell of a lot of fun. So what about if we could create this ecosystem where, you know, a lot of us can get together and we can teach this, right? There's no charge or anything for that. It's an ecosystem where we can actually teach. You can come and you can learn from us. And for us, I truly believe that, you know, when I die, I want the most amount of people to know about me. I want to have a, you know, I want that great day on social where that day after that, everyone's like, oh, yeah, it was a good guy, right? And this is my way of getting there. I guess it's James' way of getting there as well, that we want to reach as many of you. And yeah, James and me, of course, is in the future, if anything you want, you can come on them. But that's not what the idea of this is. The idea of this is to be able to grow an ecosystem where James can show you how he done what he done and where if you implement it, you will get those results as well. And where I can show you how I done what I did. And if you do that, you can implement it. And so where you can ask questions, where you can come in. So we launched, uh, so we've launched a group today called um, Medical Entrepreneurs. We'll put the link in there in a while. So please join up. And there's no charge for the group. It's a place where you can come and we can serve you. And yeah, we've got a lot of plans for that group. We want to grow it. It's for us, it's a, it's going to be an ecosystem where we can add a lot of value, right? So, you know, that's, that, that's my journey. That's, you know, that's what I do right now. Uh, so my my uh, my wife says I left the nine to five to do a twenty four seven, and it is a twenty four seven moment. I work twenty hours a day, seven days a week. And for those of you who know me, that's how this is, and that is the only way that I've grown to where we've grown to right now. But that's but I love what I do, so I don't call it work. I call it play. So I play, you know, eighteen hours a day, twenty hours a day. So that's important for me. James does the same thing, and many of you, some of you know us really well, and so you know that's what we do. So James, I'm going to ask you a question, right? What is, like, if you had to give everyone your biggest piece of advice, what would it be? What would be that one thing for you? I would say that the path of an entrepreneur 
is so much fun. I feel like it's something that not everybody gets the opportunity to dabble in, but they should go out of their way to do so because there'll be some people out there that it just unlocks a whole other dimension of enjoyment to your life. And I feel like I, but if I, that whole knee thing wouldn't have happened to me, we would have never, I would never would have had that opportunity. I never would have created Dentist to Invest. I never would have got to know you, Mamu, got to know everybody else that you work with. I never would have hosted this webinar and none of these amazing things would have happened. And you know, there's a story, there's a saying that goes around that when you die, when you're sat there, you know, at the, at, at the gates of heaven, and God shows you two videos and one video, he shows you the life that you could have had. And one video, he shows you the life that you lived and the life that you could have had is if you exceeded all expectations, you did everything that you wanted, you absolutely smashed it out of the park. Okay. And for me personally, if none of those things would have happened and I would have saw this video versus the video that I was of the life that I was already on and probably would have continued on at that point, that would, I would have been absolutely gutted. I would have been so sad. And that all came about because I took this venture. I took this voyage into the unknown and it just, you know, there, there was a little bit of a push, you know, and uh, it wasn't, it was circumstances as well for me. But my biggest piece of advice is you only have one life. There's no rehearsals. Nobody's coming back. If there is a part of you that wants to do something like that, do it. Because the next thing that you might know, God forbid, your health might be taken away from you. It can happen. It happened to me. I thought I was young and invincible. I'm still young, but I don't think I'm invincible anymore. I learned that lesson. I learned that lesson the hard way. And I really wish that I would have just did it without having anyone, without, without circumstances, having to give me that push. And like I say, when you when you tap into it, if you're the person who is happy to live that lifestyle, because it is a lifestyle, it isn't a choice, it isn't an option, there is greatness out there. It is so much fun. And you know what Mahmoud was saying a second ago earlier? The greatest gift in life is when you can get your passion, you can align your passion with your job. And that's what having a side business is. It's finding what your passion is. You can't do it unless it is your passion and what the first objective is to achieve that because the only way you're ever going to be able to work at something to get it off the ground, especially at the very beginning when it's so many hours, because it's literally 14, 16, 15, 16 hours a day, many days on end. The only way you can ever do that is if it's fun for you. So my first piece of advice, two pieces of advice, really go for it. And second of all, figure out what it is that is your passion and wrap something around that. I mentioned in the chat just a second ago, there is an amazing hack to figuring out whether or not your passion has any traction in terms of it potentially becoming a side business that I will divulge later in the webinar when we come to the Q&A section. There's an amazing hack that anybody can use to figure out whether or not your passion can be a viable side business and it involves social media. I'll divulge that later because I want to learn, I want to hear your answer to that question, Mahmoud, as well, the question that you've just asked, your biggest piece of advice. You know, thanks, James. My biggest, maybe it's advice, maybe it's a statement, but I I believe that each and every one of us have the potential to do whatever we want. You have the potential to be a billionaire, each and every one of you. Like, why don't you? What is the difference between someone like, you know, Bezos, Zucks, you know, Musk and people like us? And I I, I truly believe the only difference is um, they tapped into more of the potential than, than we do that we're limited a lot of the time by the people we surround ourselves by. 
and with the average of the people we hang around. Like you remember, right? How many of you have got kids? Show of hands. Kids, kids, kids. Right. So do you know when your kids go to school, you tell them hang, you don't tell them hang around the drug dealers and the smokers, do you? You tell them hang around the best of kids, right? Because you know it rubs off on them. And it's the same as us. That a lot of the time, you know, we're around people who limit us, people who can only see the world in a certain way. And then that becomes our look. I I put a post out on uh, on uh, on Instagram this morning talking about identity. What is identity? And I said identity is like a thermostat. You know, in your room, in this room right now, if I had a thermostat at 24 degrees, what would happen is, you know, um, this room would always stay at 24 degrees, no matter what happens on the outside, right? So, you know, if uh, either room would warm up or cool down, but it would stay at 24. And, you know, sometimes we have our, our life set at 24. And, you know, whenever we get to maybe 26, we pull ourselves down back to 24. So the idea is for us to change our identity, to be able for us to create that person and for us to be able to really believe that we can be that person that to know that there is so much in you, each and every one of you, there's greatness in you. And some of you may be in places right now where it just seems impossible that you could get out of what you're doing and start that side business. But it was the same for, for us, right? Like, you know, I feel blessed to stand there and say, you know what, you know what I've done in the last few years, but for me, it took something crazy. Right? I would have rather had COVID. I, COVID wasn't there when I left my practice, but I would have rather had COVID than going to work. It was that bad, right? But at one point I loved it as well. And it was, it was like this love-hate relationship. And so... What I'm saying is that there are no limits apart from the limits you put on you. And like today, if the one thing you get out of this is to believe that there's an amazing, amazing future for you, then think it. That's it. And then the journey is to be able to build. How do you, we'll go about, we'll find a way, right? That's what this whole journey is about. We'll find a way. You know, but my biggest, biggest, biggest piece of advice, and do you know what you said is, like, has your, has your idea got traction? The way I look at it, right? So when I was about to leave dentistry and I too, I too when I was about to jump off that cliff, there are a few questions I asked myself that number one, am I good at what I did? And I said, 100%, like going into speaking, going into selling what I was doing, I was flipping great at what I did because I scanned the market. I knew I spent a lot of time with people at like Robbins and watched Gary Vee a lot and people like that. And I said, yeah, I'm very good at what I do. Okay. Number one, number two question was, you know, does the world need more people like me? And I looked at that and I said, yeah, the world doesn't need more people like me. And the third one was, can I make money doing what I'm doing? Early on, it's hard to say yes or no from that answer, but because I'd already started making money, it was like, yeah, okay, I can. So I ticked those three boxes. So, you know, some of you may be on that verge right now where you're asking yourself, can you leave what you're doing or, you know, should you ask yourself the three questions? Number one, are you good at what you do? Number two, does the world need more people like you? And number three, right, that can you make an income from what you're doing? Right? You know, the biggest, the biggest fear in life is failure, and that's why we don't do what we do. And the second biggest fear in life is that if I fail, the people around me won't love me anymore. And so most people don't even go on this journey to try and do something because you're so worried about what happens if I fail. And if I fail, what will be the repercussions of it? Number one, the people around me will fall out with me, right? You know, and so we don't even go on this journey. And the older you get, the harder it gets because the more responsibilities you have generally, right? Kids are older, this or like, you can't do the things in your 30. You can't do the things in your 30s that you can do in your 20s so easily. You can't do the things in your 40s which you can do in your 30s easily, right? And as every day goes on, it gets harder and harder. So, you know, best time was yesterday. Second best time is today. And for me, that's it. That whatever idea you have, you know, plant it, water it, let's make it happen, right? You know, um, Fuzz has been with us on this journey. And uh, Fuzz, you just messaged and said, you know, you, you mentioned something, please do, right? You've been on the journey with us, you know, from the beginning. You know James very well, you know myself very well. I mean, what would be your, what would be your advice there? So a couple of things, right? Um, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about James that he hasn't told you, right? So I've been on the journey with James right from the beginning when James met Mahmoud. And we would tell James over and over again, six figures. You're going to do six figures. You're going to do six figures. And I can see you doing seven figures. And he would 
challenge us and he would say, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Right. And when he finally got to, I hope he doesn't mind me saying, when he finally got to where we said he's going to get to, um, he had to come back and say, yeah, you know, I just couldn't see it. And I suspect you're all in this place thinking, you know, this is, this sounds too good to be true. So the first thing I want to say is you have to start. You have to start. And the second thing is don't aim for 100% correct before you start because there's no such thing. And that's what stops us, especially if we're all dentists here. We're, we're perfectionists and we, we have processes and systems and we like things to flow according to plan. But entrepreneurship is very different. Business is very different. And sometimes you can start a business that you think I'm going to be doing this. And 10 years later, you look back and you're doing something completely different. But each, each step, each failure, each success is just that step along the way. And you just have to start in order to start the journey. You can't say it didn't work, but I didn't try. Yeah. So it doesn't matter whether you open a limited company or open a sole trader. It doesn't matter if you start a squat or buy a practice. It really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you um, pick, a, um, you know, maybe some of you play instruments, play musical instruments, right? And I would say if you are good at playing a musical instrument, why not start a course or start teaching people how to play a musical instrument? You might think, well, that's the furthest thing from my mind I ever thought I was going to do. But the skills you'll learn in organizing the group, bringing people onto Zoom, showing them, you know, writing the material, you know, putting out um, your material, put, writing a blog, all those things you learn are transferable skills to the next thing. And you would be surprised how many doors will open when you put your best foot forward. So stop aiming for 100% correct. Stop aiming for perfection. Now, James wanted to do crypto at the beginning. And Mahmoud said, do finance first and then niche down into crypto. Yeah. So sometimes it takes somebody from the outside to see something you that's blatantly obvious, but not to you. And that's why, you know, I have a coach. Mahmoud has a coach. James has a coach. Even though we're, we've done well, we're, we're doing well, we still need people to see what we can't see sometimes. So whether you have a coach or not, that's a second, that's a different discussion, but I just bring it in here for completeness. All I'm saying is start. And it doesn't matter if it wins or loses. The skills you learn in starting are invaluable and will never be wasted. Real quick, guys, I've put together a special report for dentists entitled The Seven Costly and Potentially Disastrous Mistakes That Dentists Make Whenever It Comes to Their Finances. Most of the time, dentists are going through these issues and they don't even necessarily realize that they're happening until they have their eyes opened. And that is the purpose of this report. You can go ahead and receive your free report by heading on over to www.dentistuinvest.com forward slash podcast report. Or alternatively, you can download it using the link in the description. This report details these seven most common issues. However, most importantly, it also shows you how to fix them. I'm really looking forward to hearing your thoughts. Thanks, man. Thanks, Thank Mahmoud. you. It's true. James, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, so financially, uh, let's talk money, right? What was the, on this journey of yours, what's the one day which blew your mind when it came to money? What was it? Was it when, when someone paid you something, a day when you realized you could make money out of what you're doing? What was that day? Because everyone's like, you know, it, it is so hard to visualize actually 
creating that that side income which can make you more than what your actual day job gets you right and so what was that what was that point for you? we have we haven't rehearsed these questions or anything right it's something i thought which would be good to ask no, you all straight from the heart no yeah the biggest the the craziest moment for me was the realization that everybody has something in their head that whilst they may not be the supreme expert on that specific subject they can relate that to a specific group of people like no one else. And that has huge power. The power is in niching and that's what you can monetize. And to answer your question really succinctly, it was the first day I started selling programs and people started buying them. But what I'm going to do, what we're going to do for everybody on this webinar, we're going to talk about the actionable steps that you can take, the hacks that you can use to start a business. We're going to talk about that further down the line and I'll talk a little bit about my journey and the stuff that I wish I could say to myself back when I was starting out, the things that I needed to understand. Those are the things that we will cover later on for everybody because there are some awesome hacks and perspectives and ways of looking at things that will help everybody on this webinar tonight see what their own path could be and probably the easiest way that you can create some sort of income for you online is sharing your knowledge, your knowledge of something that you know, that only you know, that relates to a group of people. So say for example, finance, we've got finance and dentistry. Am I somebody who's worked on Wall Street, trading stocks? Do I know everything about finance? No, I don't. All of my, fi all of my knowledge in finance is stuff from books and conversations that I've had with financiers, like a hobby almost. So do I know the most about finance in the whole world? Heck no. Do I know the most about dentistry in the whole world? Heck no. But can I take finance and relate it to dentists and therefore make it more accessible than lots of other people? That, that right there, what I've just, talking to, I've just talked about, that's niching. And that's when you relate your passion to another group of people. And that's what gives you the ability to create something online every time. And everybody just needs to figure out what that is. And there's a few ways that you can do that, which we'll come to later. Sorry to dangle the carrot once more, but Mahmoud, I know Mahmoud wants to talk. Maybe you'd like to speak about what on, on that question that you've just answered, you've just asked me as well. Maybe that might be nice. Yeah, um, uh, going on from what you said, right? So, you know, yeah. there's a, like, everyone's got that thing, right? Which they, they can't see. So for example, right, you know, I, I can give you some amazing stories about people, about what they've monetized. So for example, there's one of the guys in our group and, uh, and he, uh, he's a principal dentist and um, he, he didn't really want to get out of dentistry, but didn't really like it. So it was kind of on the, on, on the, on the border, but he grew up in Africa and what he loved is he loved, he loved being in the outdoors. He loved climbing mountains and um, he's in a room now in his dental practice, which has no flipping windows. Right. So imagine that from going to someone loving outdoors he's, and that's why he doesn't like what he's doing. But now what he does is he's monetized his love for climbing mountains and he's mixed it with dentistry. So he takes dentists on leadership training while climbing mountains. Right. And, and, and that's what he does. And he makes money from it. Right. And I flipping great is that. And it's like, you know, he's living the life he always wanted. And it's not just, and I can give you so many, so many, so many stories like that, right? One moment which flipped my mind totally, and and uh, and it's, and I'll tell you exactly how it was. That I was, um, uh, yeah. So this is this is as I was going on this journey of actually creating brand me and how I would start earning from this. So I ended up. So I was in France and I was with my coaches, and um, I was in this um, 
it, it was a group coaching session. And this is when I had no idea what I was going to do. And I ended up sitting in front of these three coaches and they said to me, you know, Mahmoud, why are you here? And I said, look, I'm here because I've left my clinic and I need to start earning. I need to grow a business, but, but, but I don't know what it is. And I said, what is it that I can do? And, you know, we started going through some things. And I said, you know, I want to be on stage like Tony Robbins, right? 10,000 people. Yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. And they said, yeah, but you know, Mahmoud, you may want to do that, but it's not going to make you money quickly. And if you want to survive right now and not go back to what you were doing before, you've got to find a way to be able to tap into more of your gift. Find a way you can serve people better because you'll get paid for the amount of value you put on this earth. If you're getting paid 100 grand right now, it's because you're putting 100 grand of value on this earth, right? If you want a million, you can you, know, you put a million pounds worth of value, you get paid a million pounds, right? And I understood that, but I didn't understand that. And so I'd already started speaking for other companies and selling for them, right? So just a few weeks ago, uh, a few weeks before that, this was 2018, um, I, I was called to New York and I gave a talk and we raised, I, I closed, uh, it was 1.2 million in 20 minutes, okay? So um, I didn't get, um, I, I got paid what I paid, right? Uh, but the thing is, I, I raised that much and they were like, you know, Mahmoud, you're very, 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 very good at closing. You're very good at selling. So what about if you could teach other people how to speak and sell? At this point, I'm not hardly making anything yet. And I said, okay, fine, I can do that. So I put together a course. I said, right, you know what? If people come to me for two days and I, I can teach them how to speak really well, and that's how this all started. And they asked me, okay, fine, Mahmoud, uh, you know, how many people can you teach in one go? I said, 10 people. And they said, how much do you want to charge for it? And I would have normally picked maybe 500 pounds, 1,000 pounds, but the people in that room were playing at such a high level that it rubbed off on me that I said, I'm going to charge 10 grand per person in that room and on 10 people in that room. And in that room, three people put their hand up and said, Mahmoud, we're on. And I'm like, what do you mean you're in? They go, we're in. We want to be able to speak like you and sell like you. And I'm like, I haven't launched this course. They go, I know. We've just launched it. We want to be part of it. And it was that, that moment when I saw that someone, like, you know, that room would pay me 30 grand to be with me for a day. And you know, that was one of the biggest shifts in my life. And I went back to London that day thinking I was a flipping footballer. Like, you know, my whole life had changed that. Like, yeah, like, you know, wow, this is it. Like, you know, this is the this is the Ferraris, the Lambos. This is it. I found it. And then I go back to London and then I realized that no one's flipping willing to pay this because in that world, it was different. In this world, it was different, right? And it was, but, but those people came on and that's how everything started. And for me, that was the biggest switch flip in my mind that, you know, we our financial mindset is set by the people around us, by the job we're in, by the things we do. One of the things about the NHS, which kills me, is the way they devalue you. Like, you know, you've spent 10 years learning how to do a filling, right? Coming out by the time you finish your, you know, your degree, then you've got your pre-reg, whatever, yeah, your VT, whatever it's called right now, right? Seven years, you come out and you do a, a filling and they pay you like 30 quid. And you think, really? And you get used to that. And that's what you think you're worth. And you know, your hourly rate may be 100 pounds, you're on 100 pounds an hour and you think that's what you're worth. But why is it there are people out there who can charge a million quid? And I like Tony Robbins, he charged a million pounds an hour for coaching. He's booked for four years. Like how, how, how does that happen? And it's the value that you put on yourself, right? It's not the value someone else puts on, it's what you put on yourself and then other people will take that from you. And, you know, for me, that was the biggest flip in my mind about, you know, I always say life isn't linear, that you could learn one thing in one moment, which would take someone 20 years to learn. And like today, that could be that flip for you. For me, that was that flip in 2018. And I realized that I could get 10 people in a room. People pay me 10,000 pounds each. That's 100 grand in a weekend. And look, you know what? Like, and then it's like, really? And then, you know, what's next? What's next? What's next? And then it doesn't become about the money, but it becomes about, you know, the more value you can put on this earth, the more you learn. And it's not about the other way around. 
you know, a lot of time when I was in dentistry, it was all about, you know, try and make as much as I can. It was focused on the money, not on the value. When you focus on the value and on the serving, what I've learned, money comes, right? That's that's the biggest shift I've had. That's, that's the biggest shift for me, James. Totally. And I just wanted to chuck one thing on top of that. One of the easiest ways that you can monetize something inside your head is to have some sort of tuition or course for sharing that knowledge with somebody who's able to relate to it and use it. And you're able to relate to because you share the same demographic to them in some sense. So here's the thing. The second they give you money, whatever that sum of money, if you go all out to give them the most mind blowing amount of value of all time to that person, then no matter what the fee, it will always make sense for them to do it. You just have to have the mindset that you're going to be purely determined to give them as much back as you possibly can from that bank of knowledge inside your head. Now, how do you figure out the bank of knowledge? That's the thing. The first thing is you might have lots of banks of knowledge in your head. You might have dentistry in your head, but you mightn't find dentistry that interesting. And that's totally cool. Yeah. So my advice to everybody would be if you're going to get something off the ground, there's lots of businesses that you can create. You can create businesses where, I don't know, it's a shop, you know, you sell products, you sell Kit Kat bars, you sell sweets, you sell whatever. Yeah. That is something that you can do, but will your heart ever be in that? Will that be something that you enjoy so much that you can take it to this point where it's absolutely stellar and it's going to take off? Probably not, unless that sort of stuff really ignites you. It's a prerequisite to have something that you love unbelievably to be able to get it to that level where it's absolutely stellar. So how do you figure that out and how do you monetize it? The monetizing thing we're coming to later How do you figure it out? Here's the ultimate tip. Take a piece of paper, write down 50 things that you like or 50 things that you think you'd like and put, mark them all zero to 10. Okay. Now take a step back. Once you've done that, look at the tens. Okay. Now you find the things that you're interested in and everything flows from there. How do you monetize that? You relate that, you make it useful to a group of people. You somehow make it valuable. So say like it's health, health and dentists. Dentists need to learn about their health, but there's lots of dentists who are into health, but there's not a lot of dentists telling other dentists about how to be healthy, okay? That in itself is something valuable to other dentists. Therefore, it has value. Therefore, it's worth money with time, but it has to be something that you're excited in the first place. And then you can use that to create a business. And we're talking about online businesses here. We're talking about the things that people can most easily create. The the overheads are absolutely nothing. It's like a laptop, some software, stuff like that. And you as the person, those are the low hanging fruit in the business world. But you just have to figure out what it is that excites you and ignites you first of all. And then also what I'm going to do a little bit in just a second is also figure out how you can take that bank of knowledge, take that thing you're excited about and soft launch it and test it out on social media to find out whether or not people enjoy it. But we'll come to that in just a minute. But yeah, like uh, that, 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 that's probably the best actionable advice that I can give everybody. Because the first thing we've talked about tonight is the mindset and what you need to, who you need to be, what you need to understand. But that is gold dust right there. That is so useful to anybody who wants to figure out what their passion is and therefore how they can create a business. James, let me share something as well, right? So what it is, right, that each and every one of you, the thing is, right, that you can't see what you can't see because you are in it yourself, right? Let me share a story with you and I'll tell you why I'm sharing the story, right? So, you know, there was this um, there was this factory worker 
right? And then uh, this at the end of the day, so they were uh, they were I don't know cutting something whatever. So there was a lot of sawdust left on the floor. So every day, what this man used to do, he used to put this sawdust in a box, and then he used to walk out with it. So he's got the wheelbarrow, and he and, and then he's walking out with that little box of sawdust in it. And the security guard stops him. He goes, what are you doing? Uh, what are you taking with you? And he says, oh, I've got this box with sawdust. We've got cats at home and we need the sawdust. And he said, okay, fine, go. The next day he does the same thing. The security guard goes, what have you got in that box? And he goes, you know, I've got sawdust in it. And the security guard opened it and he saw sawdust. And he goes, why are you taking sawdust from you? He goes, look, you're going to throw it away anyway, right? I need it for my cat. He did that day on day on day. The security guard says to him, you're taking sawdust every day. He goes, yeah. Two months into this, he has a wheelbarrow, he has the sawdust in there, and he takes it, and the security guard goes to him, look, you know what, I know you're stealing something from here. He goes, if you tell me what you're stealing, I promise I won't do anything, but I just know that you're doing something, and I, and I don't know what it is. He goes, tell me, what are you stealing? And he said, look, I've been stealing the wheelbarrows, right? Okay. And what it is, right, is we don't see sometimes what's in front of us, yeah? Yesterday, I was on... Um, uh, I was asked to go and film for someone. So I was filming and there was a guy there and they uh, they were doing HMOs. So we, we were talking about his business and he said, Mahmoud, you know what? Can you give me some ideas on how we can grow the business? And I'm like, you know, okay, you're in the HMO business and how many can, how much funds do you have? How much can you leverage? And we went down that road. It's like, okay, so they've got about, they've got about eight to 10 HMOs. And, and he told me how much he was making. And I said, you know, you're missing a trick here. He goes, what? I said, rather than doing more HMOs, what if you could teach people how to do HMOs? Yeah. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, look, it's simple. You've got AHMOs, right? So you know the system, you know everything. What if what if you could design a course? Yeah. Uh, we could design a, And he said, so many people come and ask me and I, I tell them and I'm like, okay, fine. But, you know, there's only so much you can tell them in like a conversation. Okay. But what people actually need proper help. So what if you could put together an actual course which would teach people how to, the whole process of understanding HMOs, buying getting the certification a whole lot from start to finish and and then what if you sold it for like a grand are you telling me in a year you can't find a hundred people in the uk who'd want to buy that course he wasn't easily i got a hundred like there you go it's double your profits already right and you know it was just that one idea you're one idea away from that new life of yours that's it that one idea away right one idea away Right. You know, we've had people in our academy who've made over you know, six figures in a month. Right. Easy. Like six figures in a day for some of them. Right. Because it's that one idea. And that's what you need. And sometimes it's like, you know, once you open that, you fly. And so, you know, it may seem like, what am I going to do? But it's probably just in front of you. But you just don't see it at the moment. Right. James, we take some questions. Yeah, I think it's about time that we did some questions. And what I will do, I've talked about... Do you want to put the link up? Do you want to put the link up for the Facebook group as well? 110%, yeah. So guys, the point of this tonight is to tell everybody how to start their own business online, how to become an entrepreneur. There's so much more knowledge than what we're able to squeeze into a webinar and what we're able to give in this one evening. So that's why... Mahmoud and I have created a joint group together, which is for entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs or current entrepreneurs in the medical industry. This is going to be a group, not just for dentists, but for doctors, for anybody in the, the medical world. 
to come together to synergize because there's so much overlap. There's so many things that we could be helping each other out with and so many things that we can be doing together. And also it's to take this education to the next level because like I said, there's so much more than what we'll be able to give tonight. It's a Facebook group. It's free to join. It's just like Dentists Who Invest except we're going to focus the conversation on entrepreneurship. So I'm going to pop that link in the chat. 110% join up so we can continue the conversation over there. Mahmoud and I are going to be hosting a lot of workshops, etc. Content along the lines of entrepreneurship as time goes on. And we know that group's going to be awesome because we're going to pour so much love into it, just like Dentists Who Invest. So I'm going to go ahead and pop that in the chat. As well as that, Mahmoud, we are going to talk about, we are going to throw the mic out to the floor uh, in just a moment. But I've talked about I've talked about the soft launch thing too much to not mention it before we do the question. So I'm just going to briefly mention that. Here's the thing. Figure out what your passion. Easiest way that anybody can create a business, in my opinion, online is to get a following, a following centered around some something that they love and enjoy, because that's the only ever that's the only way you're ever going to be able to bring a level of dedication to it required to start a business. But the thing is, you might be sat there thinking, probably most people are sat there thinking, A, I maybe don't necessarily have a body of knowledge outside of my profession already. The first thing I say to that is I can guarantee you, you probably unwittingly do. I'm certain, I'm certain, I'm certain, I'm certain that you do. And the second thing is, even if you do want to grow that or advance it even more, that's why the writing 50 things, there are 100 things down in the piece of paper and ranking them zero to 10 will help you so much because that will be your short list effectively of what's useful. Now, the question is, now that you have that, will that be useful to other people? Here's how you figure it out without spending a penny. Go out there, create something on, post, start posting on social media, create a Facebook group, create something like that. Create that group centered around that passion and just see what the uptake is. And you know what? There's the R-Batter right there. There's the proof of concept right there. If people join it, then you know that you have something that's of interest. And the second you have something of interest is the second that you've created a business because business is value delivery. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not something that happens other night, but this was never meant to be easy. The path of an entrepreneur is never meant to be easy. It doesn't get easier. That's the clue. But that's how we branch out and that's how we start. And that is what happened to me with Dentistry Invest. That's what happened with Mahmood as well. Easiest way you can do it. Biggest hack to starting a business in 2022 and not enough people have realized the power of the internet. I listen to Gary Vee a lot. Gary Vee says on lots of his podcasts, that, and I wholeheartedly agree with this statement, that the internet is still underrated. Okay? That's 25 massively. years. Yeah, oh, massively. It's out there. It's ready to go for everybody. And the easiest business that you can create are ones with tiny overheads and decent turnover. And that is how you do it, by creating these sorts of products online. Because the the investment is your time and nothing else in terms of money. So yeah, I've thrown that in the chat. Join that 100% medical entrepreneurs. We can continue the discussion. Mahmoud and I are going to be hosting workshops just like tonight, periodically on medical entrepreneurs, which is the group that we've created. And then as well as that, it's going to be to synergize and network with not just dentists, but also medical professionals as well, because there's so much stuff that we could be doing together. And there's no platform that we can be talking to those other professions on. Yeah, there's not this. So like we looked at this, right? We said, what other platforms are there like this? And there's no other platforms, no other groups which offer this. So we wanted to put this together, okay? So we'll be holding Q&A sessions, you know, loads of things where you can come and just ask, where we can teach, where you can ask. And so there's there's so much, um, there's so much uh, there. So like just to give you an example, right, of what um, 
what what we've taken people through, right? So look, there is something which you love. You have an idea up there, and it could be anything. As I said there's someone who takes people up mountains. You know, we've got people who uh, who've started mentoring courses for uh, for facial aesthetics, for implants, uh, writing books, doing um, doing social media for other companies. You know, fitness trainers. Like there's there's no stopping. You know where where this journey can take you. And so that's the reason the group was created. So please do jump in and then we're going to give you everything there. So James, you know, one question which, uh, which has come mm-hmm. up first, you know, uh, from Mo is that how do you overcome the barrier on why someone would buy from you? Right? I love that. I love that question. You know, I would flip it and I would say, you know, Mo, one of the biggest things I want you to ask yourself is why wouldn't someone buy from you? Right? Like, you know, two people could have the same thing. Like, you know, so two people could have the same product. And there'll be some people who buy from one person, some from the other. Why? Because people are more attracted to one person than the other. It could be for loads of things, the color you are, you know, whether you're male or female, you know, the way you dress, the way you look, the way you sound, so many different things, right? And here's the thing, right? You never know what's behind the door until you've opened it. So this question for me, and I get it, and it hits me hard here because so many people say, why me or why, you know, why would someone buy? Why wouldn't someone want to buy from you? Imagine if you flipped it. Imagine if that question you flipped on his head and rather than saying, you know, why me? It's like, you know, why wouldn't someone buy from me? Everyone would want to buy from you. Why not? The hard thing is that initially it's hard for you to see. So like, so um, for those of you who, uh, um, 1954, Roger Bannister, Four Minute Mile, right? What happened? The way Roger Bannister broke the four-minute mile is he realized the power of your thinking that you had to believe you're that person before you actually become that person, okay? You have to act like that person and behave. It's like, imagine if you wanted to lose 20 kilograms, right? And I said, look, and, and I said, look, you need to eat better. You're not going to tell me, Mahmood, I'll start eating better once I lose 20 kilograms. You've got to start acting like the person who's already lost 20 kilograms to lose those 20 kilograms, right? You've got to be that person already. So this question, right, that why would someone want to buy from you? Why wouldn't they want to buy from you? If you have something valuable enough, why wouldn't they buy from you? Like, what is the difference between James, me, you? There's no difference. There's none. What we've managed to find is we've managed to put together something of value. And what I've got out there, it wasn't there. I created it. There wasn't a need for it. I created the need for it. I showed people what's possible. James, same thing. That wasn't there in the marketplace. James created it. It's not like James said, let me go and buy another dental practice. And there's so many in town. It's not like, like this is, you know, that's, that's red water, right? Where, you know, it's, it's tough. This is blue water. This is a thing where, you know, I always say that your biggest pain becomes your biggest gift. Yeah. Look at the biggest problems you've been through in your life. And there's someone around the world would love you to be able to teach them how you got through it. Okay. What if you started there? So Mahmoud, what if you started? Example, yeah. Mahmoud, sorry. For example, if you've been through a divorce, if you've been through a relationship breakup, if you've been through a, um, you know, business relationship breakup, those are skills that you will have learned in going through that, that I'm sure yes. there are hundreds of people would love to have the insight and the fortitude that you now have that you could teach them, that you could help. Yes. Could you not bring a group of five people together and help them get through that? Would that not be giving value to people at a time when they really needed it? You know, if you've, you know, dare I say, um, your children have been ill or been through, you know, really difficult um, problems that you've overcome, you know, uh, any of these things, you, you think that it has to be something sexy and it has to be something, you know, a new widget or a new something, but you'd be surprised at what people value and what value you have locked away in your head. So make the list, think about this. This takes a bit of thought, but 
do you know what somebody else if you go to your best friend and say what do you think i'm good at start with that because they'll tell you you're a great listener you're a great person you're a great you helped me when i did this you looked after so and so when you know there's lots of soft skills that are not dentistry related that are not you know business related that you could help people with and remember the journey you begin today is not necessarily what you're going to be doing in years to come it's just the start so just start Absolutely. Thank you. You know, thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's not just informational products. I feel, and as James said, right, informational products are the most low overhead things you can get out there because there's nothing to it, right? Yeah, you could you could create a product and all of that. That's fine, right? So there's there's people within our academies who do things like that as well, right? But you can monetize your knowledge. And that is the most powerful thing which you can monetize because your overheads are so low. And you can scale so quickly. And financially, there's no limit on like how many people can be in your ecosystem. So for me, information products are just massive. So the people I'm with, like there's, and, and for some people, they have like, you know, level one and level two, maybe informational, but then level three is when they're with you in person. So there's there's different tiering structures you can do things, right? So no, it's not that why would someone buy from you? Why wouldn't they buy from you? Okay, that's the way I'd look at it, right? So there's, there's some questions we've had um, as private messages, but do you have any messages? Does anyone have any messages they want to post up in the chat? Please do. Whatever the questions may be. Oh, James, do you want to jump into that as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, want to buy from me? Yeah, we have some uh, questions on the event, so I'll look those up momentarily. Why wouldn't someone want to buy from you? I would change your mindset slightly, more because the thing is, for some reason in this world, there are so many people that when you enter business with them, they're really transactional, okay? So someone will say to you, I'm going to buy this from you. I'm going to buy X number of hours and I'm going to, yeah, we'll see what happens. Actually, it's a way more powerful pledge to be able to say to someone, Mo, here's your problem. I'll solve it for you. Here's the fee. Let me worry about the parts in between. And for some reason, 99.9% of business is not done like that on the planet. But now you have that one mindset flip, that one gift. You're actually more powerful. You're actually one in a thousand people, okay? Therefore, whatever it is that you're offering that person is actually way more valuable because you now see it from that perspective because you will go all out to solve that problem, whatever it is, yeah? And that's value creation right there. Now, Mo, I don't know you, I've never met you, but there'll be something in your head that can help somebody else. They'll be going through a problem. They'll be going through a strife that you've historically had to deal with. There is your business. Whatever that is, there is your business right there. You help them get through that you charge a fee for the investment, 200 pounds, I don't know, 100 quid, just pluck it out of the air, yeah? And you've started, and then guess what? You figure out what the actual price is as time goes on because you see how much it helped that person. And you say to them something like, you know what? We're gonna work together for a month. I'll get that problem sorted for you. Here's the fee. Whatever it takes in between, I'll sort it. What are the actual nuts and bolts of having, of making that payment? Get a website with a little Stripe link on it a credit card, debit card, they'll send the money to across across to you, it's done. Maybe you're not going to make as much as your day job straight away, but guess what? You started. Yeah. Yep. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Easy. It's so amazing. it's not, why would someone buy from me? It's, you know, why wouldn't someone buy from me? Yeah. Love it. But 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 it is a great question. And we've all, Absolutely. everybody's been through that. Everybody's been through that. But those answers are, well, that's, 
That's, that's how I've reconciled that to myself. That's how I've dealt with it. That's how I've moved past it. And it's actually quite easy when you see it from the other side, because if you have the headspace that you are so determined to help that person in every single way, then it's easy. You can charge what you like because that person will always be happy because you've done, you've delivered on your promise and you've given them so much value. Also, right. Example, right. Let me give you a live example of something. So like we hit a first lockdown, right? When first lockdown happened, all the dental practice is closed up, right? So um, some of you may know Farhan, right? Uh, Farhan's one of the coaches in the academy right now. And so um, I was coaching him then. And so he wasn't part of the academy then. He was part of the, uh, where I was coaching him, but he wasn't part of the actual coaches then. And so first, first lockdown hit and all the practice is closed. And, you know, the, the industry-wise, everything shut down. And he's like, Mahmood, what the hell do we do? And I said, you know what? Like, how can we serve people during this time the best? And we said, look, you know, while people are sitting at home, when the doors open again, what if they could upskill while they're sitting at home? He's like, you know, what should we do? I said, okay, fine. So Farhan um, wanted to teach people how to place implants. I said, what if we could build an online course right now? Okay. And then that's, we can teach people how to, you know, the knowledge base and some practical base on how to place implants. So when the doors open, uh, then people are ready to actually come on practical course and things like that. And he goes, okay, fine, let's do that. So during the first lockdown, within the first two weeks, we create, he created an online course to be able to teach dentists how to be able to place implants. Financially, while everyone's sitting at home in the first month, he, he made an extra 40, 50,000 pounds, right? You know, through these courses. It wasn't about the money, but it was about the service. But it was like, there's an op- there was an opportunity there, Yeah. And now that's turned into multiple six figures, right? Nearly seven figures from what we had from the beginning of lockdown. And it's it's like, it's there's an opportunity out there. And each and every one of you, for you to be able to go and grab that opportunity, and sometimes you can't see it, it's in front of you. And that's what you need people around you to be able to put those things out. Right? So does anyone have any other questions before we come on to some of the questions which you've been sent privately? Anyone? Ask anything. It's no holds barred. Please don't. Please don't be shy or just or raise up your virtual hand. Um, yeah. Okay. Just while we're waiting for those, I will Great question. go ahead. Go on, and, James. Yeah. Oh, have we, have we got? Yeah. Let's, oh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's answer Mo's question. Yeah, go for it. Yeah. 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 Mo, so uh, Mo says, I feel guilty for charging people, right? I get it. Okay. Now, the way I look at this, right, is that you may have given people advice before and they never did anything about it. And the way I look at it is that when people don't pay, they don't pay attention. And there are so many people who I've given, not advice to, but I've let them into my academy. I've coached them and I haven't charged them anything because they were friends or things like that. But the people who got the least results with them, because when you don't have anything on the line, you're not going to put in the work. What I actually realize that the way I can serve the people the best is to make sure that I charge them the most. Because the more people pay, the more attention they give, the more attention they give, the more effort they'll put in, the more effort they'll put in, the better results they get. The better results they'll get, the more ROI positive their life is. And when we look at things in that way, everything changes. That, you know, again, we've been brought up in a system where, you know, we feel charging is bad. Actually, charging people for things is the best thing you can do because they're going to pay attention. And so a lot of the teaching I do when it comes to sales is high value sales. So I have programs all the way to 100, 150,000 pounds, right? And that's what people pay me for their coaching, right? So I've always wanted to be the six-figure coach, and that's what I am. But it's how do I get someone to pay me over 100,000 pounds to coach them? Like, what is it? And these are, I have some associates who pay me over 100,000 pounds to coach them, right? Now, how? Because the value they're going to get in return is multiple six figures, right? 
But also, the results they've got, if they hadn't paid me that, there's no way they would have got them. There's no way they would have got them. So I know, I know inside my heart and with every part of my DNA, I know this, that if you don't charge people, they're not going to pay attention. And the more they pay, the more attention they pay. And that is so true with everything. We, you know, advice which is taken free, people don't take it on board. If you really want to have an impact, you really want to touch people's life, you really want to make a difference, 100% you have to charge for it. You've probably realized that some of your private patients are less demanding than your NHS patients. NHS people sometimes get it for free. And like, you know, and it's it's the way life works. It's the way things are. So Mo, I hope that I hope that answers your question. But the fact that you feel guilty is down to you. And that's what you need to change. And so from a couple of questions you've asked, my biggest thing to you is we need to be able to have a bit, have a mindset shift, right? That most of life, it's not about strategy, it's about mindset. That we always think that, you know, to be able to get far in business, it's about strategy, it's not about strategy. 20% is strategy. 80% of it is mindset. When it comes to charging, when it comes to the way we think, that's what's holding us back the most. James, you can jump in. I'm just going to say one short and sweet and succinct thing on that. Mo, whatever you charge them, so that they take it seriously, which they never will unless some money changes hands, I definitely would do that for that reason. Here's the thing. If you really feel bad, you can give it back to them at the end, okay? If you're really, really, really altruistic, but the money exchange has to happen in the first place. But here's the thing. Because you've gone, because you will, because you actually care about these people, which is really how business does happen and it should happen in 2022 when you've created some one of these platforms because it has to be about being kind and caring that's the alpha business strategy on the internet that people don't talk about for some reason because you've given them so much i actually don't think that they'll want their money back they'll actually want you to keep it because you've helped them so much and that's the mindset that you must have also, also, so one of the things that's holding me back a lot, so when I, um, so I get invited to quite a lot of places to speak, right? And when it's um, some, they're not companies, but they may be a charity or something like that, right? And they don't have, yeah, they're, not a, they're, they're not able to afford me, right? So I said, do you know my mood? Um, and so the easiest thing for me to say, or the nicest thing, or the kindest thing people would think for me to say is that, no, don't worry about it, yeah? You don't have to pay me, I'll come because I'll, I'll do it because I want to, right? Fine. But I, the thing, I've, I've done that before. And what I do know is that when there's not that financial transaction, they're not going to put in the effort to market it. They're not going to put in all that effort. They're not going to do it. And people will miss out. So what I do now is if I know that that company or that person or uh, that charity doesn't have what they can pay me, I say, pay me whatever you want, right? Pay me whatever you can. And we set a fee. Uh, which is which is still quite a bit for them. So I know they're going to struggle a little. And then when they pay me, and as James said, I have the option to give it back to them and I donate it back in the charity. And in my heart, I knew I was never going to take it anyway, but it meant that because they, they knew that they were going to pay me, the effort that they're going to put in to market that, to make sure as many people turn up is going to happen. Because otherwise they won't. Because if, when people are getting something for free, no one puts the effort in. It just doesn't happen. But Mo, it is 100%. It's a great question. Every entrepreneur goes through that. And it just goes back to what Mahmoud says, or what Mahmoud was saying a minute ago, which is 80% of these barriers that we put in front of us are actually psychological. When we dig away, when we see the 
when we unravel where they actually come from and what they mean versus practical. And the, the second that you realize that, you're actually so powerful because when something's psychological, you can overcome it. It's in here. You can push through. You can beat it. And those words will help you tonight. And you've just uh, need to change your mindset. Yeah, well, it's, it's uh, yeah, fair enough. But you know what? I think I'm glad that you asked those questions because there'll be so many people in the audience who feel that way as well because they're really common. So nice one and having the courage for speaking up. Also, Mo, Mo, one thing, right? So do you know this thing you put you change my mindset? I get it. That's that that's great, right? It's awesome realization. A lot of people ask, right? How do I change my mindset? Like it's it's a it's a word everyone uses, but how do you change it, right? So I there's four beliefs which I want you to ingrain in your soul, right? And I want you to live by these four. And to be able to change your mindset, if you can live by these four, it'll give you the most phenomenal mindset shift ever. Okay, number one, right? That Every morning when you wake up, Einstein said this, right? You have a choice to decide whether you live in a great world or a horrible world. But I need to wake up every single morning knowing that this is a beautiful world. Right now, with everything going on in Russia and Ukraine and things like that, right? It's very difficult to believe that this world's a good place. But if you don't wake up every morning believing the world's a good place, you'll never be able to be your greatest because you'll feel, what is the point of all of this? Women are being killed. Men are being killed. Kids are being killed. People don't have to like, you know, this is crazy, Right. And so, so I want you to be able to wake up every day believing and knowing that this place is a beautiful place. There are people in a beautiful place who don't do great things, right? We get that. But that doesn't mean this world is a bad place. So number one, I want you to wake up every single morning knowing, like in your heart, knowing 100% that this world's a good place, right? Number one. Number two, I want you to wake up every morning knowing that life doesn't happen to you, it happens for you. That everything which you're going through right now, there's a gift in it right? That maybe things don't happen for a reason, but you can find a reason in everything which happens. So whatever in your life right now is tough, is hard, whatever it may be, there's a gift in there. And when you can find the gift in the toughest times you're going through, you begin to become a winner. Like really, when most people are complaining and going through tough things, when you said, you know, there's a gift in this, and when you stand out of your problem and you look in and you think, hold on, yeah, this is the reason I'm in it. It's like when you're in the eye of the storm, right? It's all quiet there, right? In the eye. That's where, that's where I need you to be. I need you to understand that there's a gift in everything that you're going through. That's the second one. The third one is when you know that your skills, your traits, and your talents are malleable. They're not fixed. So what that means is that the journey that you want to go on right now, you can learn anything new at any time. That you can develop new brain cells at any time you want, right? Things aren't limited. When we were younger, we were told that the older you get, you know, the worse your mind gets. That's not true. Science has shown us, neuroplasticity has shown us that you can develop brain cells as quick as a kid can. But the only way you do that is by repetition, doing things over and over again, but doing things which are hard, not things which are easy. Yeah. And number four, that also knowing that all the hard work that you put in today, all the hard work you put in now to whatever you did will be paid back later on. Because a lot of us, right, we want results up front. It doesn't happen like that, right? You don't get results up front. Results are a lagging indicator of what you've done now. So, for example, your health right now is a lagging indicator of actually what you've done for the past few years, right? The amount of money in your bank is not what you did today. It's what you've done in the last five years. What you're doing right now is building up the 2024 version of you. That's the way I look at it. It's not building up the 2022 version of you. If you can live by those four, your mindset begins to change very quickly, right? So for me, like I know you didn't ask the question, but I felt the need to be able to give that to you because if you're going to take something away, take that away and etch it, write it, keep it in your bed when you wake up in the morning, it's the first flipping thing you see. I tell you, you'll grow like crazy. Yeah. So true. James. The lag and indicating part, indicator part is massive and patience is a huge virtue. But guess what? 
if you don't start, then we never progress anywhere. And this, for me, we've got this life of, you know, people love their job, people love their nine to five. But if you have this whole other dimension out there where you can have fun and live life on this another level and witness it from a whole other perspective, this dangling there in front of you. And guess what? The best part is you're having fun the whole way because the whole point is that you're talking about something that is your passion and that you enjoy then the ROI is always positive for me, even if it takes off or even if it doesn't. And just like Fuzz says, even if it doesn't actually go anywhere, it's the skills that you learn along the way that you can take back to your career or you can take to future enterprises that are invaluable. But guess what? Like I say, it never begins unless it starts. And that's just all I wanted to say on that one. Mahmoud, let's go to the questions on the event. And some Facebook, some questions through Facebook as well. We've got right. Correct. Yeah. So we've got Priya Gain. Priya is another person from the Reignite Circle. Shout out to Priya. Priya has asked, "I'm so excited for this webinar. My questions are: How do we know where to start when starting your own business, and how to make a business plan?" Hmm. Do you like to you know answer to that one? Do you want to start? Okay, fine. How do you know where to start? How do you know where to start is you start somewhere. And I know that's a pretty vague answer. I would, <laughs> I would, I would ask yourself, what are you? So I didn't tell you this part of the story because we didn't have that much time. But what happened to me in 2016 is I lost one of my dental practices. We're under tender, uh, tender rather than going on for, um, I, I became a caretaker and I was meant to be a caretaker for two weeks. It turned into six years in this practice. And I pumped everything I had into it, time, effort, energy, money. And um, I was told that I was going to get that practice. And in the end, I lost it. And that cost me half a million pounds, right? And back then, like even right now, half a million pounds is a lot of money. But back then, it was a huge amount because I'd, I'd, I'd never seen money like that. Kids were young. And, um, and that sent me down a very, very, very tough spiral, right? And what I managed, so when I done that, what got me through that was I used to run every day. And what running allowed me to do was cope with the loss of that level of money because I had no idea what was going to go into my life. And then what happened is when I, when my father was about to pass away, the running helped me cope with his death. Okay. So when my father passed away and I said, what is it that I want to do? A great quote I read from Gandhi and what Gandhi said is you will find yourself when you lose yourself in the service of others. And for me, that was a very important quote because what it meant is that I was very money orientated initially, that everything was about money, that I would do something because I'm going to get paid. But what Gandhi said is, hold on, that if you truly want to find what you're great at, if you really want to leave a legacy, if you want to create, you know, big moves on this earth, it can't be about money. It's got to be what you're great at. And I said, what am I great at? And it wasn't dentistry, yeah, but it was running. And I was like, look, I'm so good at running and mentally running allows me to focus on everything else. So when my journey started is I started teaching people how to get fit. And there was no money exchanges. I'm going to teach 15 people in the park how to get fit. I put it in my community hall. I said, 15 people. And they said, Asians don't want to get fit. And we don't get 15 people. I said, I, I, I don't care if I don't get 15, even one. Because I realized, right, that, yeah, maybe I can't change the world through one person, but I could change the world for one person. And that's what I wanted to do. So I started with this fitness class. And then I, that's where I used to give these talks. And in these talks, that's where I put them out on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And that's where my life changed. So Priya, such a, such a beautiful question, right? But the, but the answer to the question is, is to look at what you're the greatest at doing, what you're world-class at. And I was world-class at running. I wasn't a world-class runner. I wasn't very fast, but I used to do it every day, and most people couldn't. 
And it seems really crazy, yeah, but that became my golden nugget, yeah? That became my golden ticket in the factory, right? That, that's what I used to be able to get me to where I want. And you know, your, your golden ticket, it could be the way you speak to people. It could be maybe because you've been through a tough, in, a tough part in your life, something with your child or with your husband or something, your job or something. Yeah, it may be that, you know, you make people feel, you know, you make people feel great. Maybe you, you're able to inspire people better than others. Maybe you can bake cakes better than other people can. Maybe you can cut grass better than other people can, right? That's your golden ticket. My golden ticket was the fact that I could run and I could do it every day. And it helped me deal with calamities which went on in my life, losing, losing half a million pounds and losing my father. Okay, and I thought, hold on. If this helped me, imagine how many other people it could help. So I went out and I started with that. And then all these other things opened around. But again, do you know that fourth belief I had that all the hard work will be, you know, all the hard work will be paid back later on? I had to believe that because at that point, there was no money, right? There was nothing. There was nothing. And I was just doing this every day because I flipping loved it. And I would, and the other question you've got to ask yourself that once you find that thing, if you weren't being paid for that, would you do it every day? That's a very important question to ask yourself. Yeah, that if there was no money, would you, and you know what I'm doing, speaking to you right now, running the academy I run? Yeah, even though, you know, we've hit great numbers, but even if I wasn't getting paid for it, I'd still do that because that's what I love. And that's why I can work 20 hours a day, okay, for seven days a week. And I do it every single day, right? That's why I do what I do because I love it so much because the changes we make in people. So I was speaking to, she's not here today, a girl called Emma today, right? She just finished one of the courses and I was having a debrief with her. And you know what? Um, before she came to us, uh, one of her biggest things was she, you know, um, she she wanted the confidence to be able to leave dentistry. I mean, she wanted the confidence to be able to leave this country and do dentistry in Australia. And today, like she said, you know, we would have done it. She said, if it wasn't for you guys, I would never have had the confidence to do that. I would never. And she goes, you know, I've grown. She goes, thank you. And now she's moving to Australia. Yeah. And practicing. She goes, this is what I've always wanted, but I never had the courage to do that. And you know, it came through, like, I know that my gift is to be able to get people to do things that they never thought they could do on their own, right? That's my gift, end of, right? And so but through time, I found a way to monetize it. So each and every one of you, right? Great question, Priya. Look at what you're great at. But it doesn't have to be something spectacular. It can be baking cakes. It can be cutting grass. It can be the way you make people feel. It can be the advice you give to them. That's it. That's, that's all it is. And it starts there. And that's where it starts. And from there, flipping greatest things happen, I promised you. Yeah, because that's what happened to me. It happened to James. It happened to so many. I can give you I'll give you a hundred names of people without stopping. But how many people, right? But it works. Because you know why? It comes from there. Yeah, it doesn't come from your pocket. It's not about that, but it's about heart. When it's about heart, we win. James? Two words. I love that. You know what? I'm just going to keep it short and sweet as well. And I'm going to say that when, sorry, someone's just, something's just popped up here. Yeah. I feel like it's one of those things, um, you know, having a business plan, isn't that part of the fun that it's fluid, you know, for me that you, you just do it and see what happens. I feel like it's one of those things inertia or what, what, what's that saying? Um, where you're paralyzed by it being by analyzing too much paralysis by analysis is what I'm saying there paralysis by a via over analysis. I would just go it, you know, go for it personally. I mean, what is some, what is business on a very simple level? Money goes more money goes in than money goes out. That's a business. Okay. Plans. Okay. Maybe if we're creating some sort of huge 
startup and we need to go and pitch it on Dragon's Den or that sort of model. But for the models that Mahmoud and I are talking about tonight, the really simple information stuff, actually, I feel like it's one of those things where it's so simple in essence that it doesn't need a plan. And actually, here's the thing why having a plan is counterproductive as well. You can plan it to the nth degree and then realize that once you've started that your plan goes out the window. What's happened to your plan then in that case? Why not just start and just figure it out along the way and then create the plan at that point? Because the thing about the world is there's so many variables and unpredictableness that you can't ever speculate what how exactly this is going to take place and how this is going to pan out. So what's the point? It feels like it's just going to be one of those things that might hold you back. I think it's a good question because there'll be lots of people who feel like that. But however, that would be my angle. That would be my take on it. It's almost just worth doing and then figuring out that the, the optimum strategy is to do it and then figure it out as you're going along. That would be my answer on that one. But I'll draw, I could say more on that, but the, oh, did you want to say a little bit more? Yep. Just a, yeah, there was a question on the group, right? Which, which relates to a peer disaster, right? And the question was, is that, you know, right now, I don't know what my passion is. Uh, I, I just want to have a long vacation recharge. So how can I find my passion? I know I'm interested in things, uh, but I don't have that feeling, right? I, I get that. Jun, um, Jun, I think that's how I pronounce your name. That's a great question, right? And, and I'm going to bring that in from Priya's question. Uh, you know what? The way I look at this, right, is that when you go into a restaurant, you don't know what's the good food there until you've tried everything on the menu, Right. Yeah, you don't know how good number 74 tastes because you've never tasted it. Yeah, and when you taste it, you're like, wow, I love this habit over and over again. And that's how life is, right? That we all believe that we should know what our passions are, but it's not. Your passions grow on you once you've tried various things. So my point is try loads of things and something will stick. And there's something you like more than others, then you'll do a bit more of that and a bit more of that and a bit more of that. And then that's where passion comes in. Passion doesn't come from the beginning. You know, so many people say, Mamudra, how do I find my gift? How do I find my passion? It's like, you don't, right? You're born with something, but you've got to find it. It's not give, It's not there, you know, like you don't know your passion because you haven't tried enough things. Go try things, go try investing, go try property, go try crypto, go try, you know, cutting grass, go try baking cakes, go try everything, try speaking, try, try everything. Something is going to stick. But most people, again, they want to know what it is before they've tried, but it doesn't work like that. And mastery is developed once you find that thing you love and you want to be world-class at it. So what a great question, right? And so the fact that you don't know what you're great at, don't let that cripple you at all. The fact is, I don't think you've tried enough things. And especially sometimes being in the medical field, dentist, doctor, sometimes what we are, we're quite channeled because we've just done one thing since uni, right? And where some people say, you know, if I'd done business or pharmacy, it may have been different because, you know, I can, I'd have more. No, 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 it's not like that. Now's the time. It's always the right time. We're in the right place, the right time, doing the right thing. Go try loads of things. You get it, James, right? Yeah, I, I have 100% got something to say on that. I'm going to reiterate something I said earlier because I know it's going to help you, June. But Fuzz has put his hand up. So I'll throw the mic over to Fuzz because I feel like Fuzz has got something to say on this. Guys, what, what, when it comes to things like um, business plans and, you know, this is all about trying to be correct. It's all about trying to make sure you don't make mistakes. And what you have to understand is that it's all about making mistakes. Everything in life is about making mistakes and how we how we grow from those mistakes. And I know it's a, it's a strange thing to say and it sounds counterintuitive, but it, but it is absolutely the truth. And look, I think we're all dentists here, right? What's the worst that could happen? We lose a bit of money. 
we lose a bit of time. But we've got really good jobs that pay us well. That So our risk is pretty much zero. It's pretty much zero. So go and try lots of things. Go and try lots of things. And I can't say it. I can just keep saying it, guys. You've got to start for it to work. You've got to start to find the right thing that, that really sparks that passion. And as Mahmoud says, as James, it can be anything. It does not have to be something, you know, it, it can be absolutely anything. And I want you guys to start. And I don't want you to get bogged down in the nitty gritty, the analysis paralysis of, of laying it all out. Just go out there and start. Uh, I'll tell you one quick thing, right? I started selling um, online uh, business about 10 years ago. And we started selling uh, um, menstrual cycle computers. Uh, we, we now sell condoms. Yeah, that's not a big shift. It's the kind of business that I don't even tell my parents about, right? So I'm a bit embarrassed. But but it's amazing where where your businesses come from and what you end up doing. Yeah, man, who's laughing? But you just just start, and it, it it literally does not have to be anything interesting. It's just you're just delivering value to people. You're just delivering a product. You're just delivering a service. Just start, and it's amazing where business takes you because from that business has now come a consultancy to a international German uh, manufacturer that my partner and I now help and consult with. But we would never have got into that had we not started our business 10 years ago. And it looks like we'll probably end up with just one customer and that will be them and we will stop selling stuff. And we'll just consult with them and help them grow their business. You just don't, I couldn't have predicted that. We just couldn't have said that was going to happen. Just start and doors open and but until you start, doors don't open. Right, Mahmoud? 100%, 100%. It's getting started. 100% getting started. Priya, yeah. Hi, guys. I thought I'd just come on camera. Um, great talk. Really, really good. Um, I think the issue that I have is that my business will need um, a lot of money put into it. It's kind of like a service, but it needs like um, a base. It will need sort of regulations put into it. So my sort of worry is I know the online sort of business is, is great because you don't have to put much into it but my worry is to put all that money into something and my my other half he's doing his consultant training so I've kind of been the breadwinner for like the years to come we bought two cars we've done a house we're going traveling so it's a case of a, the best way to get rid of that worry that okay I'm going to try this but I'm kind of jumping out and there's nothing to catch us like catch me if I fall whereas I sometimes think in a few years time when my other half's a consultant I can do it all but yeah, I feel like if I was to step away from dentistry at the same time, am I, this is what puts me off what I want to do as a business because I'm like, there's no thing that I can put a little bit of money and see how it goes. I have to put all of my savings in, if that makes sense. Is it, all I wanted to say is, is it possible that you might get it up and running and reduce the number of hours that you're doing dentistry rather than taking the leap, especially at the start? Yeah, so the moment... I do two days clinical and the rest of my job is non-clinical. So in essentially I wear like five days a week, but there is always the option to, to drop the clinical. Cause I'll be honest. I love the non-clinical. I, I didn't think I would, but I love it. Yeah. Um, and my non-clinical is also based on my clinical. So it kind of feels like there's like a little domino effect. If I drop the clinical, then my non-clinical may not, job may not as do as well just if that makes sense so i'm kind of like well i want to drop something but i don't want to drop the non-clinical i've got one day of clinical yeah 
Yeah, that, 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 that probably wouldn't be a bad idea. James, can I jump in with something there? Yeah. Priya, like, you know, the way I look at that, right? So there comes a time when um, there's two things you could have, right? You could have uh, uh, more time, less money, and then less time, more money, right? Depending on what stage of your business you're in. And right now, to be able to risk everything into that one thing may, like, if, if there's no backup plan, it could be tough. Mm-hmm. So what I would advise you to do, right? So like, say it was a hundred grand you had, for example, and you had to make hundred grand investment. My question to you would be, if, if that investment didn't go well, is it okay? Can you still get by? And if your answer is yeah, I'll say, okay, fine. If you really believe in it, go for it, right? Because it's not the end of the world. If that hundred grand is all you have, and if you lost that, like, you know, you've got, you can't, you're going to have to live, no food, whatever. Yeah, too much, probably of a big risk. My advice then would be, is what about if the business that you want it's like door number five, okay? So it can happen, but we need to go through a few doors first. And those few doors first are just like I was told when I sat on that chair that day that, you know, you need to make a lot of money quickly. So what about if you could build something else, okay, where you know you can make more money, which would allow you the barrier to then go and do the thing you really want to do? Yeah? And, and that good, comes back. Yeah, go on first. And, and what I would do is I would look at the business you're looking to start and see if you can start something at a lower level that's akin to that business that will springboard you when you come to open that business. So it's not lost and your 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 learning is not just writing blogs and doing, you know, doing the business stuff that you're gonna learn. Your learning is going to be directly related to that other business that you want. You're you're planning it. So step back from the business you want, look at the the the, the bits that you need or the 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 team that you need to build or the the following that you need to build and start to gently build that a bit like what james has done in that he he started finance and because he had a finance group he could then niche to crypto so that that's really close that's one step away yours might be three steps away or five steps away and then what mahmoud said if that first step can make you a little bit of money and step two can make you a little bit more money each time getting closer to where you need to be where you need to make that big investment yeah does that make sense yeah no that makes really good sense Priya, can I say one thing? You said one word. You said the fun word, okay? And the whole thing, the whole point is that this is always fun, yeah? And that's the thing because so many people think that to do something like this, it's scary or it's something that they've got this negative negative connotation with it. But for you, even the thought, right, of maybe dropping one day in clinic and just trying something else is fun for you, Right. And before it's anything else, you're having a good time, you're enjoying it and you're learning things. And that is why, you know, providing it's not like we're living hand over fist for money, which, you know, not many people are, then for you, it's always a good thing. And it's all, it's worth trying. And this is where the exciting stuff happens. And that's why it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome. So who's next? James, any questions on cool. Facebook? Yes, we do have I some questions. We have uh, some people popping up in the chat, but we had a we had a lovely question. Oh, Priyonce has raised your hand. Love the name, Priyonce. I'm going to unmute you. Feel free to let us know your question, Priyonce. Awesome name. Hi, hi everybody. Hi, I'm Pri. Um, I'm, I'm the one who asked the question earlier about where do I start and where do I start with the business plan? Ah. There's few house i can see and thank you so much for coming on i've been following your um, webinars and podcasts which i really really enjoyed and um, james um so awesome. i'm looking to 
a small dental practice to combine my facial aesthetics and my um, general dentistry work, including Invisalign Smile Makeover. Um, but as I said, I, with the business plan, I thought I'd have a business plan to present to the bank um, to be able to, for them to trust me to where to put the money. I know uh, Mohammed uh, Mose had um, you know principal background. I, I don't know how things were back when you were principal and now um, me joining as a principal. You know, I, I feel like like what Priya said. There's so much risk involved. I'm doing it all by myself. You know, um, financially I just look after myself. Got no children at the moment, and, but um, financially it's just me. So when when he said you know the practice is around 150 grand, um, Goodwill's very small practice. Practice, the ways to develop it up but I'm just you know worried about it could be wasting you know 100 grand and having a lot of headache um, what would you think about joining a practice or building a practice um, from scratch or buying something small and then going up are you so just so I can get on the question so have you bought the practice already or you're thinking of buying it I'm thinking of buying it I've actually started okay. working associate now to get a good feel of how it is um but um i just I just don't know what what's the right way to go do you have the do you have the do you have the passion and the want to be a principal like really i want to be my own boss i want to create my own brand i want to give that patient journey from beginning to the end and i work as associate quite well in two different practices and i don't have control over so many things as associate so i think by making my own i think um i will be lot happier and like you said you've got to be passionate about it and I'm very very passionate about you know cool. speaking to people making them making them feel better giving them value um in you know every in every visit that they come to see us um so you know like you said you know when you guys are investing it's your free time with little overheads but when it's building a practice um having a practice it's, it's so much to think about so oh uh, you know I was here just listening to say you know just to give me that kind of um that strength is like yes i want to do it or no i'm just going to you know take what, it do you know what from from what you're saying this is this is this is what your passion is right this mm-hmm. is what you're yeah you, you want to build that brand right you want to have your like you won't have more free time as a principal right so that's a myth right it's you know it's not about that right you'll be busier than you've ever been because now it's your business right so it's, it's not about the time but it's about what you're able to do right you'll mm-hmm. be able to control the choice you'll be able to build, build the brand and if that's so important for you then go for it Right, you make it happen. Like so, yeah. One hundred. My, my thing would be one hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. go with it. Like you can tell from your face, you're smiling when you talk about it. Right, it's important to you. But but it's that it's that that leap, that jump, right? And the thing is, you're never gonna know how it's gonna go. Mm-hmm. But all you do know is if you go into anything and you understand the market, which you do because you're a dentist, right? And you will work. You know, you'll work your socks off, which you will. Then why wouldn't it work? That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah, okay. I, I've, I've, yeah, for me, it's like, it's, it's like, you know, if, yeah, 100% go for it. Yeah, okay. you've obviously done the math. The bank will only lend you if the math matches up anyway, right? So it's not like, you know, so, so all of that goes without saying. But if that's something that you really want, and that's what your heart's telling you, not your gut, because your gut will sometimes tell you to pull back because it's to be worried, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. But if your heart tells you that's what you want, then yeah, go with it and build that and be flipping great. Like, really, go do it. Oh, that's great. I want to come and see you in a few years' time. Like I did it all, I'll be like, oh, I did it. But no, thanks we'll so much. With you. We'll be with you along the whole journey. We'll oh, be thank with you along the whole journey. James? Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, it's just, it comes back to what you were saying there a minute ago, Mahmoud. I mean, 
you won't know unless you try effectively. There's a little bit more on the line here because there's a loan, but that can actually put the wind in your sails a lot as well. But hey, if you sat down, you've crunched the numbers, you know it's gonna work. You know, you're a business lady, you believe in this, you know that it can, and it makes sense to you, then at that point, here's the thing, imagine if you didn't do it, imagine what how you're gonna feel for the rest of your life, and that feeling is almost in itself enough to spur you on, in my opinion. Also, when it's your own business, there's other things. So like, you know, we talk a lot about the information side of it, right? There's courses in that you can launch within your clinic. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've got one person in the academy at the moment who's like, you know, within one month uh, in the in facial aesthetics has made over £170,000 extra within their business, just launching that, right? So, so and, and that's, so there are so many things which you can add on when it's yours. Yeah, mm-hmm. which are maybe a bit out of the box, which which other people don't do. Yeah, James? Can I just say one tiny thing on that? So how are you with posting on social media, Priyonce? Is that something that you like? Oh, I've got like four accounts. I'm on it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> got you. Oh. Awesome, right? I would yeah. document your journey and also document what you do clinically because yeah. you see that in itself, that is a whole other, that you're planting the seeds for a massive source of revenue further down the line. And that will make any money problem go. And you know that particular individual that Mahmoud's talking about, that young, that lady just turned over 170,000 pounds because she had a Instagram following. She she gave out pure value for four years. She had no idea what she created. And then she came into Mahmoud's circle. In with him. That was in 28 days, right? Yeah. You're talking 128 days, not like yeah. it didn't take 20 years. It took 28 days to do it. So, okay. so yeah, so as James said, right, building up that presence, that following is huge. And like, you know, we don't, we underestimate how valuable your, like your Instagram account could be worth millions. You just haven't tapped into it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So those things are massively important. And that's to everyone who's listening right now. Everyone listening. Mahmoud, you, you will have heard me say on your, on the coaching calls that we do that um, document your journey because we're talking a facial aesthetics, dentistry practice, but there'll be people that are two, three, five years behind you that would love to know that you had this conversation with Mahmoud and James, that you were thinking about what to do. So continually document the thought process. So I'm, I'm thinking about a business plan. I'm wondering, But if you start vlogging and blogging and talking about this, tomorrow your next feather in your bow will be not just doing facial aesthetics, not just doing dentistry, but teaching other people how to build a facial aesthetics practice. And your videos and your blogs will be part of that. So start now, document your journey, and there you've got another digital asset that you can sell to people. And somebody's going to pipe up and say, but why would they buy from me? They're going to buy from you because they like you know, and trust you because you've given them value on social media already. And they're going to like you know, and trust you because you've shown your, your what's the phrase I'm looking for? You, you've shown your negatives. You've shown when it's been difficult for you. So you're real. You're not just somebody who's a flash in the pan, you know, fly by night. You've shown that you've struggled you've overcome and you've you've succeeded and now you're thriving that that's very compelling for people that's great i will do that love that you've got a you've got a gold mine there especially in facial aesthetics Mm -hmm. thank you and i I include fitness into it and i think i attract lots of people as well because i think with us we've got so much going in our head i tried to meditation but I can't sit alone for 10 minutes, not think about anything, but it just shows how much input there is going in our hair. And then, yeah, I think fitness help, helps a lot when you said about running. I do a lot of Les Mills um, stuff. And 
that creates all sorts um, of people coming in asking questions and then the nervous multiple speaks to you and then the husband of the lady who's you know who saw had the teeth done he wants to get treatment done so yeah I will um, yeah I will do all the things you advise thank you so much you're welcome awesome. all the best go smash it yeah we'll be in touch thank you so much for your evening awesome. that's awesome. awesome you're welcome guys we are coming up to the 2R mark tonight that was a heck of a lot of fun to present the medical on the the entrepreneur stuff really gets the juices flowing it's so much fun it genuinely is life on another level and i feel so lucky fortunate and blessed that i started on my own path so that i was able to learn about being an entrepreneur along the way but it never would have happened if i never would have started the group on finance in the first place and now this is the thing that probably excites me probably even more than the finance stuff truth be told but that journey out there that journey is out there for everybody it's just about taking that leap and it's just so important to remember the f word and by f word i mean fun okay just for clarity because that is the main thing you should be going through life and having fun at any point if you ever find that you're unhappy life is not a rehearsal life is a one one and done okay it should be about having fun whether that's got something to do with money or you know what you know what something we haven't mentioned at all tonight Mahmoud it doesn't even have to be something that you monetize it's just something that you share to have more fulfillment in life that is also the point that is another perspective in entrepreneurship it doesn't even have to be about that and there's so many paths out there the internet is one crazy huge massive place that is still underrated and i know that everybody who's listening to this tonight can benefit from the information that we shared and just seeing things in another perspective because that is the stuff that held me back 100% and i know other people will feel like that too guys i have shared the link for medical entrepreneurs in the chat once more mahmoud and i are going to be holding regular sessions like what you've just participated in tonight on that group we'll pull the details we'll pull the details in the group right we'll pull the details in the group about when we'll be there how it'll be what we'll have but it's uh again it's it's a free place right there's no charge to be part of there there's things james and me do and maybe over time you know there'll be something you want that i do or james doesn't you know we'd love you to be able to join you know our separate academies and things like that but the medical entrepreneur group there's no charge this is this is our way of being able to serve you to be able to help you to be able to help you to get on that journey right for James and myself, one of the biggest things we want to do is create impact. Like one of my YouTube videos talks about, you know, my North Star, my goal, and that's to be a billionaire. But that's not to be able to have a billion pounds, it's to touch a billion lives, right? And everything which I do maps towards that North Star of mine being here, meeting all of you, right? Um, on whatever medium you're watching this and everyone in the group, you know, that's part of my North Star. This is a very selfish thing for me, which I'm doing, because this is what makes me happy, Right. To for you, like you know, the conversations we've had today, and I'm sure that two of you today will go out and you'll 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 take a different decision. You'll wake up tomorrow morning in a different way. You'll have that conversation with someone you haven't had it. You'll you'll do something which you weren't going to do before, but it was inspired by what we did today. And for us, that means everything, right? Everything. So please join. Also, please share this link with people in the medical field that you know, right? And it's not just people um, who are doing great or bad. This is this is for everyone who has a ounce of entrepreneurship in them who wants to do better and for me i feel that's most people in the, in the medical field wherever you are so please do share this you know get people to join it's our gift to you and when you're in there obviously we've got some ideas about what we're going to put in there which will help you but then we want your idea as well because you know there's lots of things you're thinking of which we haven't thought of and you know we will aim to make that group you know uh, we're pretty we're, we're busy but we wanted to put this together because there's a lot here we want to do so yeah let's have some fun right let's um Let's uh, yeah, let's have some fun. That's what this is all about. So thank you very much. You know, James, thanks for coming up with the idea. It was your idea.
Dude, it's, it's, it was a no-brainer, really, because there's so much dentists that I know that this could help. And you know what? It actually, here's the thing. It actually came from the community as well. Um, because I was on holiday and I was on holiday and you called me because remember, I've got a great idea. Do you remember? That's how <laughs> yeah, I did. I got a little excited, didn't I? Yeah, it was, it was inspired by that poll that was on the group. And we put out that poll and we said, how many dentists would love to learn how they can create their own side business so that they could do something outside of dentistry tomorrow? And there was like 60, 70% of dentists said yes. And I thought, come on, the dental community needs this because there's so much stuff out there that doesn't have a platform. And that is the point of medical entrepreneurs. And that's what it will do. That's what it will achieve. It's going to fill that gap that has never been filled before. And that's why, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's fun for us. It's fun. That's why we made it. It has to be fun because we wouldn't be able to get it off the ground otherwise and be able to channel so much love into it. Guys, we're going to draw a line on the proceedings very shortly. It's important to mention that for anybody who is catching up with this event on the podcast, that the link for medical entrepreneurs will be on the Dentist Who Invest group. I'm going to pin it to the top of the page. So if that catches your ear, catches your attention, you can find it on the Dentist Who Invest group. Just click it and you, and you can join and you can be a part of that community as well. And I know it's going to be awesome. Thank you so much to Mahmood for helping me present this tonight. Guys, it has been so, so much fun from the bottom of my heart. And I know that there'll be people on here tonight that we've legitimately changed the direction of their course in life. And there's so much more to come. So thank you guys for attending too. And thanks to all the listeners who will be listening later further down the line. Take care, everyone. Have a great one. Yeah, make it happen. One life, remember. No one's coming back. Take care. See ya. Love it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, please hit follow or subscribe so you can stay up to date with information on new podcasts which are released weekly. Please also feel free to leave a positive review so others can learn about this podcast and benefit from it. I would also encourage any fans of the podcast to sign up to the free Facebook community from which the podcast originated. Please search Dentists Who Invest on Facebook and hit join to become part of a community of thousands of other dentists interested in improving their finances, well-being and investing knowledge. Looking forward to seeing you on there.